This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited 2x miles on every purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5x miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. For NPR Music, it's all songs considered. I'm Bob Boylan. I'm in Washington, D.C. and in New York City. NPR Music's Hazel Sills and Marissa LaRusso. Hello, everybody. Hi. Hello. So we have good music for you today. I'm excited, uh, especially, well, I, I was going to say especially the leadoff track, which is true, Indigo D'Souza for sure. But then I look and I see other great songs that we're going to play. So we're each going to pick two. Uh, Hazel, you tell us about Indigo D'Souza's new song. Yeah, I know that we're all big Indigo D'Souza fans here. Um, yes. Yeah, so she has a new album coming out April 28th. It's called All of This Will End. And the song that I'm bringing for you today is called You Can Be Mean. Hmm. Is it uh, expressively about somebody maybe she had a relationship with? <laughs> yeah. No, it's a beautiful love song. No. Um, uh, yeah. It's, D'Souza has said that she wrote this song about a manipulative, toxic relationship that she had. Um, she said in a press release, I was stuck in some delusion that I could help abusive people through their trauma and teach them to love me in the way I deserved. I wrote this song when I finally realized that I could choose not to allow harmful behavior into my life. And that there is a deep, deep importance in protecting the body and spirit. I just love that so much. And that sentiment, protecting yourself, really comes through in this song. It's just a song that, like, takes a lot of swerves and feeling. You know, mm-hmm. one minute yeah. she's singing, you can be mean to me, I'm not going to stop you. And then the other moment she's singing, I can't believe I let you touch my body. Just, mm-hmm. like, this kind of immense emotional pivot um, that felt really real to me. Let's play it. Thank you for trying to be polite. 
<laughs> so good. Oh, I love that song. It really is great, but but why are people jerks? <laughs> <laughs> why are people so mean? To make good music, I guess. I don't know. I mean, geez. I'm glad she wrote that song, but I'm sorry she had that those issues. Yeah, I mean... I, as much as I think someone was a jerk and she wrote a beautiful song from it, she probably could write beautiful songs if people only treated her with kindness her entire life. So <laughs> everyone should stop being a jerk. <laughs> Fair enough. So that was You Can Be Mean by Indigo D'Souza, and it's from her new album coming out April 28th titled All of This Will End. I loved uh, that last record, uh, The Any Shape uh, You Take, the 2021 album. So Amazing. good. Right. So this, <laughs> I'm thrilled. So uh, I have something, something nice, <laughs> sweet even. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I really do want to play this sweet song. For, it's from an artist known as Peter Wan, someone I never knew before this particular song. He's a 67-year-old African singer um, from Cote d'Ivoire, and, uh, and uh, he had a career in West Africa. And he put out what I am told is a major record in the mid-'80s in West Africa, uh, but now he's living in Nashville, and it, it was political unrest that brought him to the U.S., and he's been in Nashville for 20 years working as a nurse, and now he's got this this sweet record. And um, I asked uh, Peter one to tell me a little about it, because I, I didn't know. It's called Sherry Vico is the name of the song. And uh, so first we'll hear from Peter one, and then we'll hear from Peter one, but the music of Peter one. So, okay, <laughs> here we go. Yeah. Sherry Vico is um, a love song. Sherry is, a f- is French for sweet baby, and Vico is a short for uh, Victorine. So Sherry Vico is uh, baby Victorine. I need you, come back to me. That's what the background vocal sings. It's just a translation of what the lead vocal is saying. I need you, come back to me. Uh, in the same way, I'm praying for the glorious time in the past to come back, of course, um, in a better and longer-lasting way today. Come back to me. That's um, what Shervico means. Ani, ani, 
I love that tune. The more I hear it, the more I love it. Yeah, it's so sweet. It's so beautiful. And I'm telling you, Bob, I just know that some 
Hollywood producer is going to listen to this show and they are going to put uh-huh. that track to the credits of some big budget rom-com coming out in a year. I just, it, it just ha- I don't know. It just, I was listening to it and I was like, this is like spring in New York. It's just, it's giving me, I don't know, end of a movie kiss. I don't know. I love oh, that. I look forward to that. All right. We're laying bets. <laughs> yeah, tw- $20 right now if a music producer is listening to this and takes my idea. <laughs> oh, yeah, at least a, a, a dinner for Hazel. I mean, <laughs> for, for planting that idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Peter One is the artist. Uh, Sherry Vico is the song. We put all these songs uh, online on the All Songs page. Videos, accompanying videos and so forth. So go have a peek. That Peter uh, One record is uh, album is out on May 5th on Verve. Uh, but that was sweet, and so um, we're, are we going sour? Are we we're, what are we going to do now? We are going sour. <laughs> we are, <laughs> but but sour in a sweet package. Okay, which is the first new Speedy Ortiz song in five years. Yay. I wish I had an air horn. That's how excited I am. <laughs> um, so loud. I know. <laughs> Last video Ortiz record was in 2018, like approximately 700 years ago. <laughs> I will say since then, Sadie Dupuis has stayed really busy. She's released a ton of great solo music. She's writing poetry. She's running a literary journal. Um, Hazel knows this, but she even made time last year to talk to our Turning the Tables project. We did a video series about the power of music to create social change. And Sadie, oh, she, her video was so good. She talked about the ska musician Pauline Black, and it was just a really delightful conversation. But anyway, all of that to say... I'm so excited to hear from Speedy Ortiz again. So, so excited. This song is called Scabs. I fell in love with it as soon as I heard it. I love the, like, weird, crazy, wiry guitar parts that are so central to this band. And I feel like there's a little bit of playfulness in this song that maybe I'm just speculating but comes from some of Sadie's solo work in the past few years because I feel like there's so much, like— that it really has kind of Sadie's solo work kind of has like a pop edge to it. And I feel like maybe some of that spirit of fun came into this new Speedy song. And then in terms of content, Sadie's lyrics can be really poetic and maybe a little bit cryptic. Um, so I had trouble kind of finding my way into this song at first, but I read a statement where Sadie says that she wrote the song thinking about how she knows a lot of people who are doing, you know, genuinely wonderful political organizing work. And then she also, you know, sees a lot of people who like put a sign in their front yard and are like, that's it. I'm doing something. Um, And she was waiting in line. She's thinking about this. She was like in line at the post office and she heard people complaining about a post office worker. And she was just feeling so annoyed by other people's frustration. And she was thinking about how you know, people will, like, consider themselves very ethical, very progressive people. And then when there's something that inconveniences them in a minor way, oh, all of a sudden the tables mm-hmm. are turning. <laughs> so, anyway, that's the backstory. Yeah, I love Let's that. listen yeah. to Scabs. Okay.
Oh, wow. All these clunky, <laughs> plunky, not clunky, <laughs> plunky little, <laughs> little sounds and stuff going on in the background and stuff. That's where I got lost. Uh, yeah. I like this. So, yeah, Scabs by Speedy Ortiz. Um, no official news of any other new music coming yet, but mm. um, I'm keeping my fingers crossed. And, Me too. Yeah. Would a bunch of people get together and just record one song and then never do it again for another five years? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the, mis- the mystery is yeah. alluring, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, the yeah, yeah. Getting away with such mysteries is... <laughs> impressive. Yeah, impressive. Uh, good to hear from them again. Uh, we need to take a break, so let's do that. Sounds good. Good. And you're listening to All Songs Considered from NPR Music. This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture X Card. When you book through Capital One Travel using the Venture X Card, you earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights. And you earn unlimited 2x miles on all other purchases. Plus, receive a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. This message comes from NPR sponsor BritBox, helping people discover a world of British TV, including new original drama Time, starring Jodie Whittaker, Tamara Lawrence, and Bella Ramsey. Streaming at BritBox.com NPR. Why is everyone so obsessed with traditional wives or trad wives on social media? This week, we're talking about the viral videos of women making marshmallows and mozzarella from scratch and how behind the sheen of calm kitchens and cute fits, there's some interesting pessimism about our modern world. And that's worth digging into. Next time on It's Been a Minute from NPR. Drake and Kendrick Lamar have been lobbing some serious accusations at each other. You've probably heard the diss tracks and wondered, what's just a low blow and what's actually criminal? I'm Brittany Luce, host of It's Been a Minute from NPR, and I'm getting into what's art and what's worthy of criminal investigation and who those accusations hurt the most on It's Been a Minute from NPR. It's All Songs Considered. I'm Bob Boylan with Marissa LaRusso and Hazel Sills. We are playing music we're in love with, basically. <laughs> it's a it's a tough thing we have to do, but you know. I know. Yeah. It's so hard. Oh my god, it's so hard. When will we be able to stop doing this and someone will just take us out of this misery? <laughs> Let's play lousy music. <laughs> uh so uh, Hazel, you have something from Bully which I'm uh, excited for the world to to hear. Yeah. Yes, I love Bully. Bully is Alicia Bogdano, um, who I've been a fan of for a very long time. Um, This is the song Days Move Slow, and it's from her forthcoming new album, Lucky For You, out on Sub Pop on June 2nd. And something I really love about Alicia's music is just the way she kind of articulates everyday hopelessness and stress. (laughs) She has a very kind of like anxious vocal and, and voice, and her music is kind of a balm for me in that way. And This is a song about grief. She has said that she wrote it after her dog died and sort of about the unconditional love and acceptance that her pet brought her in pivotal Mm. moments and phases in her life. The song just has this really kind of incredible energy and she just has such a way of taking feelings of hopelessness and, and feelings of sadness and anxiety and turning them into really great rock music. Great. Here comes Days Move Slow.
wonder what the dog would have thought. <laughs> <laughs> I bet the dog would have loved it. The dog would have loved it. Rock on. Yeah. That dog is rocking on in heaven to that song. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's bully. New album coming in. Yes. New album titled Lucky For You out on Sub Pop on June 2nd. So this is a second single. that I remember the first single came out uh, with Soccer Mommy, Lose You. Yeah, that was it. That was a song. So far, I've liked two out of two. That bodes well. Yeah. 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 What's next? Next is me. Um, <laughs> not, not, not my music. Um, but I have a new song from the singer-songwriter Charlotte Cornfield. Do you guys know her music? No. Not much. I, I've just listened to a little bit of the, of the new stuff, and I'm really glad you're playing it. So tell me Yeah, more. I... I wasn't super familiar before this song, um, but she's a songwriter from Toronto, and I, I found out that she actually went to school for jazz drumming, um, but you definitely probably wouldn't guess that from the sound of her music. She has this very sweet, conversational kind of singer-songwriter sound, and she has a new record coming out um, called Could Have Done Anything, and the song that I'm going to play is called Cut and Dry, and I really love what she had to say about it. She said... When I wrote this song, I was thinking about the idea of leaving things behind as a part of moving on. Those painful past experiences that cause a pang of embarrassment and regret. The people who were at one point a central part of my life with whom I've fallen out of orbit. And how we can't really sever ties with our past selves no matter how hard we try. I think that's beautiful. Absolutely. It's beautiful. Mm. So, yeah, this is Cut and Dry. You like a moth to a flame, and I'm sorry that I ever dragged your name through the mud. Don't know what possessed me to talk all that shit and run. Sometimes we think that we know everything, but then get surprised when the whole world comes crashing down. It's hard to picture the
That's a nice sounding song. Yeah. Isn't it? And I have to say, too, there's a video for the song that's really very cute. Charlotte says that she sent the song to her brother and he was like, and he really loved the song. And he was like, oh, I have all this old family camcorder footage that I've been meaning to look through. And it turns out that a bunch of that footage had, like, all of these sweet musical moments from Charlotte's childhood. <laughs> like, there's some of her, like, in a kindergarten Christmas concert, and there's, like, her as a preteen playing guitar. Just very heartwarming and very sweet. That's Charlotte Cornfield. Her record, Could Have Done Anything, is out May 12th. Beautiful. Where are we going next, Bob? I'm taking us out on an artist I never heard of till now. Ooh. Ooh. So... Uh, do you all know um, the music of Laura Wolf? No, so that's I don't. all of us, right? So I'm guessing out there you don't know it either. So this, <laughs> this, so this is a classical musician, Laura Wolf, and uh, and also an electronic musician. So in her music, you'll hear cellos and drum machines and and synthesizers and her singing. And uh, her life kind of changed in 2019 uh, due to a medical issue that she had and some surgery. And so she transitioned from this performing artist uh, to someone who kind of learned to master the art of bedroom recording and using programs like Ableton uh, and things like that, which is, uh, for those who don't know that kind of software, because it's, it's, you can take sounds, manipulate them, turn them into something else, make you know a cello, a beat, and all sorts of stuff. And in fact, Laura's going to tell us a little about that in a second. And she did all of this in her parents' attic. And her album's called uh, Shelf Life. And also, it looks, the, the album is kind of a look uh, at the life of her maternal grandmother. And as she would put it, barks up her family tree. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it's it's really a great sonic adventure and good storytelling. So I am going to let Laura tell us a little about, uh, Laura Wolf tell us about this this song. <laughs> By the way, do you ever go through, like, what am I going to listen to next and look at song titles and say, I'll try that one? Which is <laughs> completely. <laughs> well, yeah. I did that with this because it's called Calligraphy and Calculations. And it was like, okay, I want to know. Okay. <laughs> Here's Laura Wolf uh, talking about her song and then, uh, and then Calligraphy and Calculations from the album Shelf Life. And so good to do these shows with you all. Thank you. Thanks, Bob. This is so fun. Yeah. Thanks, Bob. Calligraphy and Calculations began with a clarinet sample that my friend sent to me in 2020. At the time, I was really excited about this process of manipulating and distorting an original audio source, like clarinet or my cello, until it morphed into something it wasn't originally intended for. First, I built a little Ableton synth out of clarinet, cello, and vocals, and I followed that by generations of resampling over and over, which became the backbone for the song. I had come across the Wikipedia page of Kane Tanaka, who at the time was the oldest living person, and I was charmed that her favorite pastimes were listed as calligraphy and calculations. The phrase struck me as percussive and poetically mundane. In 2020, like a lot of people, I was mostly at home and trying to find meaning in mundane activities rather than spin out on the more existential ones. I was inspired to think about a whole life that's made up of these tiny moments and memories that keep us going. This whole album, Shelf Life, is about finding truth in memory and family folklore, even after the stories have changed and been retold over and over.
This message comes from Capital One, offering commercial solutions you can bank on. Your business faces specific challenges and unique opportunities. That's why Capital One offers a comprehensive suite of financial services, custom-tailored to your short- and long-term goals. Backed by the expertise, strategy, and resources of a top-10 commercial bank, a dedicated team works with you to support your success and help achieve your goals. Explore the possibilities at CapitalOne.com slash commercial. In any great story, there's a moment that sparks your curiosity. It tells you there is more to uncover. How, how did this happen? How did we get here? That's where Embedded comes in. We are NPR's home for documentary journalism, immersive and intimate stories. I was stone cold speechless. Nothing will ever ever, ever, ever be the same here. Find Embedded wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go. There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. But on Wildcard, we have ripped up the typical script. It's a new podcast from NPR where I invite actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to talk about some of life's biggest questions. Listen to Wildcard wherever you get your podcasts. Only from NPR.